0: Hello, and welcome to another (laughs) podcast. Don't do that. That This is gross. If you feel like a grape and (laughs) only have raisins, don't do that. You have (laughs) two nostrils.
1: This wins the most disgusting episode so far. It's something that I still do, and I still do it and love it. Don't do that. Look, awards
0: are great. Some are obviously more prestigious than others. This month,
1: coming up right here on this podcast speaking of things that you may not want to know come sit in somebody's lap don't do that people know i hire talent sometimes so i get 500 business cards at the conference too guess what they stay in the room when i leave they wanted a british accent yeah that's what i was gonna ask and i don't have any samples
0: with a british accent hey guys how's it going welcome back to another vo podcast
1: Hey, welcome back. We are back from the Christmas break, the holiday break. We are all excited. We haven't really done a podcast in a few weeks. We've been playing stuff. we pre-recorded, and now we're back.
0: Yeah, it has been a minute. I honestly was yep. kind of nervous. I was like, how do we do this again? <laughs>
1: right. It's easy to forget. Yeah, it is. For sure. It's easy to forget about it. Uh, today, we're going to be going into the technical side of things, and this is something I, I have not heard a podcast on this specific product, and I'm really excited because Gabe White is with us from over near Morristown, Tennessee, or you may be in Knoxville. I'm not sure which, which office you're in, but Gabe is um, in marketing with Whisper Room. Gabe, welcome to the uh, another VO Life podcast. Thanks, Troy. Thanks for having me. Um, I'm happy to be here and
2: share a little bit more about Whisper Room and tell you what we're all about and how we've helped uh, a lot of voice actors throughout their career, setting up a home studio and um, just just share a little bit more about our product and what we do. Um, I'm currently yeah. in Knoxville inside of one of our Whisper Rooms. This is a three and a half by five foot booth uh, just set oh, up yeah. uh, here in our office. So it's a great spot to come and uh do calls like this, get, get on a podcast, uh work uninterrupted. Um, we got a few of these yeah. set up in our office. So uh we, we spent yeah. some time hiding out in there. Um Yeah, yeah one thanks of my for first
1: questions. Me. One of my first questions is can you put an inside lock on that door to keep people out? <laughs> inside lock. You actually right. can. That's oh, a great wow. question. That the um the door right now, the it's just a
2: standard um handle on I don't let me see if I can and you can see here. It's just we got a lock here. So right now, you'd lock it from the outside to lock all your gear inside. Um, sure. Mm-hmm. If you left your computer or everything ready to yeah. go, but uh, yeah, you can simply turn that around and uh, make it a timeout booth or put your kids in there if they're misbehaving. <laughs> or I oh, um, like wow. <laughs> it. I like <laughs> it. I, gotta, that, there's, I that's got a. That's the cool of... thing about our product. We do <laughs> yeah. a lot of. uh, Um, customization and set it up exactly how you need it to be. Yeah. Yeah. I was going
0: to ask about that. So you got black and orange in there right now. Like, do you guys, I mean, does the room come with that or do do people have to buy their own like
2: studio foam to put into the whisper room? So what you see in here does not come with the booth. All of our, um, uh, so whisper room comes with basic features and then we have Mm -hmm. optional features. So the basic features are, um, cable passage ports to run uh wires into the booth um to just wire your equipment Uh, a window on the door um, a ventilation system oh wow Um, startup lighting this light in front of me or above me it's our studio light it's more fancy than just like an led white light and then um all the booths come with uh rlex studio foam as the just the basic acoustic treatment because they're used for it's like a a standard booth is like a blank canvas for what it's used Mm. for there's uh, whether it's a hearing test um music lessons uh, r&d with product research um oh wow there's just a a big variety of uses for a a sound isolated room so Mm. we don't necessarily want to include bass traps and stuff that's very important for audio recording if you're just in there um as a study space or something so right um, right but yeah this this is a, our acoustic tuning package it's actually an old product we recently um over the summer we uh have tailor made um acoustic packages where it's uh a predetermined amount of um Automute fabric acoustic panels, which are very good at absorption. They're a lot thicker than the studio foam. And mm-hmm. um, we for our 26 sizes, we have packages where you can order that, and it comes with the right amount of pieces to, to configure in there. So, oh, cool.
1: um, That's neat. That's neat. I love the the Automute uh, blankets. I have two of those in here right now, and oh. they do a fantastic job. Um, I have actually taken them down and taken them with me when I travel, and I've got a couple of things like photo photo backdrop stands, and I can loop these over two of those stands. And, all, you know, you can't make the perfect booth in a hotel, but it does a pretty good job. <laughs> sure. Uh, It helps. I mean, you can't get it perfect, but it helps. Yeah, I was reading on the website, like 26 distinct types of booths for all these different industries that you guys do. And of course us, we're, we're isolated to thinking voiceover, but as you mentioned, there's so many other things. I've even noticed a trend here lately where a lot of uh, corporate offices are putting in some booths, like you said, for, where people can go and have a quiet meeting or a quiet place to do their, their zoom.
0: Yeah. I would never have thought about that. I, I, if I would have saw one just out and about like, Oh, voiceover, you know, that, that, yeah. that's it. Yeah. So. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's, that's how we think, but l- let's get into, since we're talking about uh, treatment and such as that, um, that, uh, Zach. Where would I get Zach? It's Gabe. Gabe, <laughs> I don't know. It just came out like when, I, when I call, when I call hey, Alden, all the names the I call him. Troy, so I know, I know, Gabe. I know. And I'm looking right at his yeah, name. Yeah, I know. It says it right there. The, there is such a difference and new people don't understand the difference in sound isolation, sound proofing, sound treatment. Kind of go into that from the perspective when you start working with a client who's sort of unfamiliar and they think I'm going to put this whisper room in and nothing can come in. That's what they're thinking off the bat. But explain to us really how this works. What sound isolation and sound treatment is versus soundproofing? Sure.
2: Yeah. That's a that's a big uh, misconception um, when just in this the world of soundproofing um, mm-hmm. people. Yeah, just a simple way to look at it. Soundproofing mm-hmm. is keeping noise out or keeping noise in. Sound treatment is how to make the space sound better. Mm -hmm. Um, So just putting foam on the walls or a mattress up against your doorway, that's not going to soundproof the room. Those are absorption methods. Mm -hmm. So um, like we'll have, it it doesn't, it's not a daily occurrence, but we'll have some people be like, oh, well, why do I need to buy a whisper room when um, I can purchase 48 sheets of foam off Amazon right? and say, like, uh, well, the foam is will help the room sound a little better depending on what the room's like, but it's not going to soundproof anything. Um, so that's, there. we are our, our sales team. We have a small sales team that is excellent at working with clients one-on-one to really, um, uh, just educate them on, what a whisper room can accomplish. Um, and every single space that our product goes into is unique. Mm -hmm. So if it's Mm -hmm. um, a foyer with lots of windows, the sound outside of, or just that, that space is going to be so much different than, um, a carpeted basement with couches and beanbag chairs and bookshelves. Mm -hmm. So, um, uh, yeah, soundproofing and sound treatment—they are two completely different things, but they go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. Um, once you have uh, a soundproof space, the next step is uh, treating the space so it sounds well. Um, and with voiceover too, that's uh, there's a lot of factors that play into that. It, you, it, if you have a, a very like a deep bassy voice, um, you're gonna have to in- invest in. Uh, bass traps and thicker panels to help those, uh, combat the lower frequencies Mm -hmm. than if you have a a tenor or a higher pitched voice. So there's, uh, um, the products, and then there's an aspect of tinkering with your gear and your preamps and that, that noise floor and really experimenting and learning what, uh, makes your voice sound the best mm-hmm. in that treated space. Um, but yeah, that's a, even a, a whisper room, they are not 100% soundproof. That's an, another uh, um, misconception. It's, it takes a, a great amount of material to make a, a completely soundproof room. Mm-hmm. And since uh, a whisper room is designed to be um, modular and portable, um, it, it drastically reduces noise, but it's not. Mm-hmm. Uh, 100% soundproof room. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah, and, yeah. And as so you said, all of this is so customizable and that's where your, your team comes in to be such a big help, you know, cause like you said, there could be uh, my situation. I'm in a room in the corner of the house and I'm occasionally going to pick up street noise or road noise, or I'm out in the middle of nowhere. It's usually more of a a low rumble off a car muffler or something, or, you know, my neighbors can cut their yard. I never hear it. They're too far away. I don't have to worry about some of that, which is a a great blessing. But a lot of people who live in a subdivision and all they're having to work through that. And, and like Gabe was saying, then you're tuning it to your voice, to your, uh, -hmm. your equipment, your mic, uh, and on all of that. I've heard a lot of people say, Uh, And I've seen this where somebody went and picked up a used whisper room, brought it home, set it up, and they said, oh, it just sounds so boxy. You haven't tuned it in yet. You haven't treated it yet. You have to treat it and tune it in. And you can work with either a sound engineer that you're used to working with, or if you're buying it new, of course, they're going to help you out and help you get that dialed in. But Mm. there's so many variables that come into play um you know when we're talking about not just you know bass traps and foam and we talked about the Mm -hmm. auto mute blankets Um, you know, there are, you know, people in a larger room, they're hanging sound panels and rock wool and you're doing this, that, and the other, there's so much that comes into play, but this room where it will take you, if I'm understanding everything correctly, if you're in an area and you are struggling with some of that outside interference, it's going to take a lot of that away, not all of it, but a lot of it away to get you to where you're in a better place. And now you've got to dial it in. To your voice, your equipment, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. yeah. So uh, exactly you are right. you're, you're now ready, you know, to look at. Okay, so I'm I, this is what I want. They I see on the online they have a basic and a deluxe model. What's the difference? Tell us a little about that. Sure. Yeah, that's um,
2: uh, yeah, that started around the pandemic. Let's just let's just back up to 2020 when there was a <laughs> surge in voice acting and podcasting Shake. and people. Um, I think it's a a fascinating point in history where we're all confined to bedrooms and living rooms and have our computers and trying to stay connected and share uh, with one another. So we just had a surge of individuals, uh, looking for a vocal booth because they'd be at home with their kids schooling or their spouse working in the other room. And they're trying to, um, get a podcast off the ground or do, do some side work and, explore some hobbies that they may have Mm -hmm. started a couple years before. Um, So rather those packages spawned out of uh, that period of time because uh, we, we looked at uh, rather than the 26 sizes and all these features of like, what is a tailor made, like go to vocal booth that we can provide. So the four by four is the footprint of that package. It's a single person booth. Um, and then it includes a studio light, uh, base traps, a folding office desk, which I actually have my computer sitting on right now. It's just a, a low profile desk that can drop down when not in use and fold right back cool. up. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, acoustic treatment. So, um, it, 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 all the bells and whistles for voiceover are included in that package. And then the difference between the basic and deluxe is the single wall is the basic version. It's our standard isolation. And then uh, the deluxe is the enhanced isolation, which is a double wall unit. So it's essentially uh, single wall versus double wall. It's twice as many components, literally a whisper room inside of a whisper room. Um, uh, hmm. So just depending, like if, uh, like in your situation, Troy, you uh, the basic single wall would probably be sufficient, just completely remove all background noise. Or if there's other people in your house outside of the room you're in, none of that noise is going to get into the space. But if you're in um, uh, like a putting a booth inside a living room or in a kitchen or um, uh, if you live in New York City and your apartment's very noisy, um, then uh, the enhanced uh Deluxe package would be our recommendation. And um, gotcha. And we could get we get into the, the science of the difference of how much does the standard versus the enhanced reduce in noise, but a good rule of thumb is our single wall gets rid of about fifty percent of noise and then the enhanced double wall um, eliminates about seventy five percent of noise. Well oh,
0: so, you, okay.
3: you know
2: that's it's a, a rule.
0: That's uh, actually a a nice little segue into – we had a listener question, I guess, that was aware uh, that you were going to be on the podcast, and they wanted to write in. And they have a question about the standard single and enhanced double wall. They said – you know, heard that the marketing – this is from Brandon Keener, by the way. So, Brandon, thanks for writing in. We always like uh, people writing in. It's awesome. Uh, He said, heard that the marketing director of Whisper Room will be on the show. I have kids. I'm looking for a booth with superior external to internal isolation. I know that they have the sing- the standard single and enhanced double wall. Is there any potential for a triple wall?
3: Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> you must have loud kids. Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> that is a good question. Um, there is potential for a triple wall. And uh, I haven't, I, personally, I haven't been involved in any design or R&D for mm. that. But when I started working here, I kind of, I was wondering the same thing. Um, and it is um, it, diminishing returns. Are sure. uh, mm-hmm. so if you add a third layer, it, it it will triple the weight of a single wall, and then that sev- that roughly seventy five percent of uh, noise reduction of a double wall, mm-hmm. it will probably go down to eighty two point five percent. So you're, every layer you're adding, it it really doesn't increase the um it's just yeah to add that extra layer add that extra weight add that extra cost the right benefit of what you receive in sound isolation is uh minimal for those efforts so Mm -hmm. um, that makes
1: sense
0: well brandon i hope that answers your question for you (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah.
1: (laughs) Brandon duck may type would be cheaper kids were Get that on the podcast. <laughs> right. But
3: Brandon
2: yeah. could if he had an unlimited budget, he could take a, a larger whisper room with a height extension, a double wall version of that, and then put uh uh the deluxe vocal booth inside of that and have a, a four layer go. wall yeah, booth. Yeah. And, and that would be
0: yeah.
3: that would be pretty dang good. I think what yeah. Brandon, yeah. Brandon needs is click that fifteen car-
0: second back and listen to that again, Brandon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think what
3: Brandon needs is one of those cartoon rooms where you go into a room, shut the door, go into a smaller room, shut the door, go into a smaller room, shut the door. It's like a yeah. could whisper.
1: That's what Brandon needs. Yeah, I, I, And I noticed too, uh, Gabe, you mentioned RLX. Is there a reason you guys stick with RLX? I know there's a lot of different cheaper foams, thinner foams, but uh, educate our listeners to why why RLX is preferred.
2: Yeah, they're, they make a, a quality product. They've worked with us for, I think, 25 30 years they've been we've just had a fantastic relationship with them um they do have a higher price point than just buying foam from alibaba or amazon or something like that but they they're (laughs) fire resistant they're stc rating and um they just make the top of the line foam it's uh very thick very dense you know what you're getting every time it doesn't come shredded or compressed and all floppy. Mm. It's just a very durable product that they make, and um, they've been uh, just excellent as far as uh, supplying foam for every booth that we've sent out. And mm, um, sweet. yeah, we we just really like our they're, they're Yeah, I had
1: too. a I had a friend of mine order a bunch of two inch foam off of Amazon, and when it came in, he could he couldn't get it to decompress. And, uh, he looked on the internet and it said to soak it in water and wring it out and let it sit for a couple of days. And it did, it came to life, but it was so lightweight and thin, yeah. you know, it was just not, it, it was pretty on the wall, I'm sure, but it didn't do anything. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah. there's a, a lot, lot of f- junk out there.
2: Yeah. Their foams all like, even the way they ship it, it's all, uh, already expanded. I don't think they ever compress it. And then it's in boxes Mm -hmm. so you just open the box and pull it out you don't have to (laughs) Pour water on yeah. it or do any sort yeah, of science experiments to make it work. Um,
1: <laughs> yeah, that's great. That's great. Yeah. And let, yeah. Let's talk about something that I hear a lot and I see people talking about this a lot. Let's talk about <laughs> ventilation. Mm, um, and and I know I there are some, some extra options on ventilation. Um, when I first got started, of course, I was like a lot of people. I was on a budget and I had a little small room. Uh, it's actually over here to my left and it was about four feet wide, seven feet deep. And I foamed it up and did what I could, but there was no airflow in there. And I ended up buying a portable air conditioner in the summer. It would be so hot, I'd have to run that air conditioner and cool it down, get in there and do my recording, get out, run the air conditioner again. I know you guys have some really good ventilation programs and things, so tell us how that works, how the air circulation works in the Whisper Room.
2: Yeah, so, um... Ventilation, that is
1: a, that's one of the uh,
2: unique features of a whisper room um, yeah. to have a ventilation system that works, keeps you cool, mm-hmm. um, customizable, and uh, also keeps the noise out when you, I mean, if you have the, the vent, this, this is blocking it, but we have vent holes. There's one on the top and one on the bottom, yeah. and then each of our booths, Every booth includes a ventilation system. Let's just start Mm -hmm. with that. And then depending on the size of it, there may be one ventilation system, two ventilation systems on a larger room, or like an eight foot by 16 foot room will have four ventilation systems on there. And um, the way that those work is there's a a duct box on the top and a duct box on the bottom. Um, It's a pressure system. So... uh, the air for the host room is constantly circulated through the booth. Um, So right now our office is set at, say, 70 degrees. The temperature Mm -hmm. inside this booth is about 70 degrees. If I stay in here for a couple hours, it will heat up a little bit just because of my body movement and the computer sitting here. Um, But um, those vent boxes, they constantly pull pull the warm air out of the booth and and circulate in fresh air. And then inside of those vent boxes, there's um, foam baffles. So there's a system of this vent box that is pulling the air in, and then there's uh, a sheet of foam that is shaped like a wave to further reduce the sound of airflow coming in. Mm -hmm. And then um, we have a 10-speed adjustable fan. So like right here on the controller, Oh, I have it cool. set on seventy-five percent, but I can crank it all the way up, and that's two hundred five uh, cfm of, of fan speed. So it's yeah. just a lot. It's a it's really blowing air in here. But you can hear <laughs> uh, there's a little like a low hum when the fan's on full blast. So maybe if you're recording, you can just turn the speed down a little bit if that, if your mic's picking that up, and then crank it right sure. back up when this session's done. Um, And that's just the standard ventilation system. And then we have the uh, add-ons. We have one called the ventilation silencing system, which is an additional uh, air duct for the the vent wall. So there's two right here on the back of this wall on the outside of the booth. With the ventilation silencing system, there would be four, so it just doubles that pathway air has to travel to get into the booth. then we have another product called the exterior fan silencer, which is uh, for outside of the booth. Say if you're, you have a control room or there's an audio engineer set up in the corner somewhere over there and they're hearing the fan outside of the booth. Uh, it's a, a box that you can place the the fan inside of to keep the fan noise outside of the the whisper room down to sure. a minimal sound. And then... Um, uh, we have HEPA filter attachments. Uh, we can mount the ventilation system on the roof to have it coming da- straight down and save you some space around the perimeter of the room. Um, and, yeah, that, it, there's just been a lot of thought and R&D and upgrades made mm-hmm. to the ventilation mm-hmm. throughout, throughout the years.
1: And um, I think it's, it, it works very well right now. So uh, Good good yeah i, I know that's got to be a concern for people yeah. in different climates because um, i mean it gets warm and yeah i, I think it's more of it gets warm yeah. versus it gets cold um mm-hmm. because you know heat inside a house if you've got I, I would assume if you've got your booth door open it's gonna you know it's gonna pick up some air from the house and you go in there to record it'll probably like you said just keep warming up a little bit mm-hmm. i think that's probably oh, yeah. more coming into play um Uh, For those of you that that don't understand or don't know where Morristown, uh, Tennessee is, it's over in East Tennessee, the the Knoxville side of the state, the beautiful Gatlinburg, uh, Pigeon Forge, all over there. Uh, We just had went up in October and did our annual four or five day get away from the world tour Mm -hmm. (laughs) that we love to do every year but um, beautiful country over there. How did, uh, give us some history of how Whisper Room came to be, how it landed in Morristown, and tell us a little about the facility and the manufacturing process.
2: Sure. So, um, the president and founder of our company, uh, he is uh, from Morristown. Um, Just a quick background of how he came up with this product. It's a a pretty cool story. He Uh, was in uh, Maryland studying at at the time. I think the University of Maryland taking some classes and and working as a software engineer. And um, he uh, started learning to play the the saxophone. He loves saxophone music. And um, he lived in an apartment and uh, he needed a place to practice. So he he would practice on his back deck during the day. Uh, And um, I think, he, he found out that some of his neighbors heard him practicing and, um, <laughs> he, he was, he, he, came up with an idea of like, all right, I need, I need either move to a house if I want to keep playing saxophone or create something that I can practice without my neighbors hearing me. And, um, yeah. he made the first whisper room and I, I believe he made it just so he could practice saxophone. He didn't have an intention of, uh. Creating, like creating something. Yeah. yeah. And then his, his friends mm-hmm. and buddies, they'd come over and see what he made this. They're like, Oh, this is really cool. You, you've got a great idea. Um, so he, uh, um, I'm not sure the whole timeline of it, but he went all in and, and got a patent on it and had the first sound booth on the market back in 1990. Wow. And, um, originally he, uh, uh, he created it as a place for musicians. And then the whole, um, world of whisper room and tens of thousands of booths we've sold all around the globe. Uh, wow, it's all grown man. from there. So it's, um, it's a pretty, I think it's a, it's an awesome story of just, uh, trying to, uh, play saxophone and do something you enjoy and, <laughs> yeah and, and yeah, practice without others hearing you. And it t- turned into that. Um, so well, then he, uh, to, to discover that, how positive, uh, how
0: plumbered. yeah
1: yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> whisper so room the polite company <laughs> yeah the
0: polite company yeah <laughs> that's amazing because i mean like even back in 1990 that is interesting that he that he initially made it for something like the saxophone but now you know because voiceover wasn't done at home up until like right maybe five six seven years ago or well, at least not very right. commonly not, not right. as common not yeah. as common there were some... yeah Right. Some. Of course. Yeah. The, especially the people. But I mean, like, I feel like, and maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like back then, you know, the people that were starting to do it were mm-hmm. the people that were making the boo of money. And they're just like, you know what, I'm just going to build my own studio at home. So I don't have to right. go right. in there. But that's got to be, man, I bet when that boom kind of happened, that was probably a great time for you guys too. Just Yeah. Like, and
2: yeah, I think that happened pretty quickly or within the first few years of, mm-hmm. um, the company getting off the ground, uh, voiceover and narration and, and audio books and all all that kind of stuff kind Mm of started to unfold and, um, our, our product fit into that. But, uh, the timeline of once, once he started getting things up and running, it moved the company to Morristown and, um, that's where it's been for, uh, probably close to 30 years. Um, and, uh, our facility there is, is awesome. We have a great crew of guys working, everyone. uh, We love our employees. They, they do an awesome job and are fantastic, uh, and, um, just woodworking and everything's still made by hand. We don't outsource any components. So the, the product you're buying, like it's, it's really, even from a marketing standpoint, it's like, you, you really don't until you use a whisper room or you touch it and you look at and you inspect like just yeah. how well it's made and that this is the premium product. It's not some, uh, Joe Schmo making a booth in his garage and yeah, and mm-hmm. selling it. Mm-hmm. So it's, um, just from a manufacturing standpoint, it's, uh, um, we've got it down to a science now. And, um, mm-hmm. one thing that, uh, is just awesome too, is we keep with our 26 sizes. We keep, um, all the components in stock. so if you yeah. wanted to order six large booths and five uh, um, vocal booths or a small like just a, a dozen booths tomorrow yeah uh, when that when that payments made we can just pull all those components and uh, get that order ready for shipment so that oh, was wow. that was also okay. something during um uh, like when the pandemic set in um, Supply chain going crazy. And it was like, oh, we actually like this is this is pretty sweet that we can just get get these voiceover artists and get other clients a product um, within just a handful of days. um, Mm
0: -hmm. That is considering its size. And yeah, you made a good good, make a good point about the pandemic uh, impacting like stock and and with other companies and stuff oh gosh, like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wow. That's right. why I'm
1: in voiceover. Yeah. <laughs> Supply chain management drove me into this. Yeah. You, know, you could yeah. you could only do so much. Uh, now I've seen I, I've watched some of the videos and and looked at the website intently to to understand better. Um, it's a pretty good sized shipment. Uh, even if you're getting, let's just say, a four by six shipped into your home, and and here, like where I live, there's no way you're getting an eighteen wheeler up my driveway to my house, and it can't <laughs> turn around. There's no way. I can see in the city they can pull up on the side by the sidewalk. You know, you can if they've got a lift on the back of the truck, they can get this thing off, and you can roll it into the garage and and get mm-hmm. it all into the house. Are are there situations you guys run into where somebody's living out in the middle of nowhere like I am, and you've got to get it to them, how do they logistically do that?
2: Um. Yeah, there are situations like that that come up because uh, it's a standard order uh, is delivered on a semi-truck. Um, but if you have like we've, I don't personally work with a lot of the shipments and logistics um, but I do know like if uh, we'll make arrangements to use like a, a box truck or, or mm-hmm. really call around with our different freight Companies that we mm-hmm. use and see who can actually get this delivery yeah. to its destination. Yeah. So we we do the legwork on uh, finding a driver who can get the order there. And right. um, mm-hmm. but That's it it, it, yeah. it is a big order. It's not like ordering uh, a new T-shirt and it comes right out a pretty yeah. little package that you just open up. It is. Uh,
0: it's not even like ordering a new TV. It's yeah, like TV it's
2: it's, yeah, it's not. It's it's a, a pa- the, the, the whole whisper room every component's individually boxed and wrapped on a pallet so right. you, it is an event the day to uh, unload and install it uh we highly recommend um uh getting a couple of your buddies over to the house maybe tell them you got some free pizza and there's a yeah something you need help with um <laughs> but but it it it's it's a Intuitive to put it together, but it, it, I mean, once you order it, it is, um, to take the pallet apart and move the boxes inside your home and unbox each component and, um, stage things how you want it to be, whether it's a window on one side of the booth and the ventilation on the other. Right. Um, so there is, it, it's, it's not just, uh you set it up in 20 minutes. It takes a, a few hours or an afternoon to get your booth. Well, just up.
0: like the voiceover community, can't cut corners. Put in the effort. I mean, just like talking yeah. about treating your treating your area. Once you set it up, you got to figure out how it works best with your voice. So, I mean, that, I mean, sure, you can't right. cut corners, and I I like that. I mean, you got to put in the effort because this this whole gig is an effort. Right.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right. It requires a lot of effort.
1: Now, Alden and Jake, do you guys have some more in general questions you want to yeah. ask about these things? Because I'm. Um... Well, we I think I've covered everything, and I love talking about logistics. Yeah, we talked Tune. a little bit about the tuning to your voice process
3: mm-hmm. and how if you're buying a new Whisper Room, Gabe, does, does, do you guys offer that service? Do you have someone help listen into their booth or give them uh, ideas or feedback?
2: Um, We don't offer that service uh, directly as a company, um, but we have um, a series of blog articles to educate, uh, oh, yeah. users on uh, That's something that I personally, um, write a lot of those articles and collaborate with guest contributors to, um, point people in the right direction. So they're not spinning wheels, trying to figure this stuff out. And then we have, um, uh, a couple, I, I guess, like audio consultants or people that have worked with mm-hmm. us throughout the years that. Uh, Will either come in and build the whisper room and treat the entire space and get all the gear integrated. So we have we have some resources to um, put people in touch with the right folks to help them out with those services. Yeah, mm-hmm. wow. but day day to day, our uh, main focus is uh, sound isolation booths and um, getting those sure. uh, the right booth configured for the client. And um shipping it out in a timely manner.
1: Um, yeah. Yeah, you're providing a wonderful, wonderful tool and they just, you know, they can dial it in. And I know a lot of VO artists, they are tied to an audio guy, you know, and there's several really yeah. good ones and they you and, and they'll really quickly tell you, you know, change your mic position to here, move this to here, mm-hmm. move this bass trap here, try that, then you know, mm-hmm. send me another sample. And they'll yeah. listen and they'll say, ah, no, that didn't work. Try this. And they can walk you through that. And, and it is, it's, it's, it's experimental. You've, you've just got to do it. And, and it the three of time. us, well, the three of us do it. Even still, we'll oh, yeah. send each other something yeah. and say, yeah. does this sound boxy? I, I, I think I'm hearing myself sound boxy. Yeah. What did you change? Nothing, but I sound boxy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> And, A you lot know, of times and our ears too, will so. leave us. Yeah. 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 Our ear, your your ears moved, will leave you. You know, five uh-huh. inches. Yeah. yeah. And, and yeah. it does. I mean, it's that simple. I'll, I'll see somebody in a video and their, their mic is up higher and pointed more yeah. at an angle. And I thought, well, maybe I should try that. And then I try that and I listen back and I'm like, uh, uh-uh, that doesn't sound right. You put it back where <laughs> yeah. it was. And, it, and it's, it's teeny tiny things and you just have to dial it in. It's just what you have to do. Um, it, it's just part of it. Uh, but it sure these is. are, man, these are such great tools that if yeah, you integral, are having like,
0: imperative that you have something like this, if not a whisper room, I mean like, and, and, yeah. and hopefully you can upgrade to one if you're, if you can't quite afford one, but yeah. I mean, like they're, they're, yeah. they're, Ne- super necessary if you want to do something in voice. Yeah, the door, room, sure. the room within a
1: room. You hear that all the time. People say you need that room within a room to eliminate that outside noise. And you know, even here, I do the best I can. But the wall behind me goes to the outside world, and there's dogs and horses and yeah. noise out there. And mm-hmm. if I were to drop a whisper room right here it would take all that away, and that's what we're trying to get at here yeah. to you know, let people know that, yeah, you might get away with certain things for a while, but you need to isolate better, and this is definitely one of the number one tools out yeah. there in the business 100%. to help you isolate well, these because these guys, we, you know, first, it was the first name I heard when I got into VO. Yeah, you should look for a room. whisper room. Mm-hmm. You know, and, I heard it very early on as well. Yeah, Yeah, very you popular. Know, we talked
3: about the education process of uh, the difference – that a lot of people who want to get a whisper room don't understand the difference between, uh, soundproofing, isolating versus, you know, making your, the echo, making your room sound good. And mm-hmm. uh, what other things uh, I'm sure you probably have a frequently asked questions, but maybe somebody buys that whisper room and all of a sudden there's something they didn't know that they didn't know, right? They didn't know what they didn't know. Gabe, what would be some of those things that people need to know upfront? Because like we said, this is not like buying a new TV. This is a pretty big investment yeah. and you need to be educated on, on what your needs are so that you get the right whisper room for what you for what you're doing. For, obviously, for us, it's for voiceover.
2: Sure. Um, so in regards to just a whisper room, um, be, uh, the need well we 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 never try to push products so if someone we Mm -hmm. try to get people exactly what they need if they're yeah um a single wall booth that's uh and then they're planning on moving somewhere it's like let's start with the standard single wall and if that isolation isn't enough for you then you can upgrade to the enhanced uh double wall unit down the road if if that but let's let's start here start here as a foundation then you get your gear in um but a lot of the the questions that um that are more like technical questions they they actually don't necessarily apply to our product they're more like the microphone placement or they'll ask about we've gotten the noise floor several times and it's it's like well are you using a dynamic microphone or a condenser Uh microphone uh where are you placing that at what's your uh um, the interface uh, input volume, that yeah, I mean, like there's so many factors that play into, yeah, oh, um, absolutely getting that recording. And even like our rule of thumb, I will say it's good to to do voiceover directly into a corner towards the bass traps, as far as from what I've tried out with a, with a male voice. But mm-hmm. once you have all that set up, if you move the microphone here, it's going to sound completely different, yeah, but um. I don't know if I'm really answering your, your question, Alden. Um, I think you are. I think you are.
3: I, I was a little bit vague on purpose because I wanted to give you some room in sure. that question. But I think that you know, um, some people invest in a product and decide they're not happy. And it's probably because mm-hmm. they had the wrong ideas of what, what was going to be solved by that problem. And that, that the whole idea of people not understanding the difference between um, soundproofing and sound yeah. treating you know, it was a part Mm. of what led me to that question.
0: Do you guys include any kind of information? Like when you send the room, like maybe like a packet, like just maybe some tips to like help them treat their whisper room. Once they get it set up, like, is there anything like that, like you know, because like you know, if there is someone like Alden was saying who might be maybe a little bit more on the newer side of things, and they just maybe they you know they had the money, so they went ahead and purchased a, a whisper room, but they weren't quite sure what they needed to do once they get it set up. Is there anything that mm-hmm. you guys include when you send these things that just help people, maybe help them kind of get a start or get their get started setting treating it up for their voice and whatnot?
2: Yeah, with the um uh, our acoustic packages that that we uh, provide for each booth. Those have uh, instructions and recommended placements on where to put those panels. And so it's the Automute panels and the RLX uh, foam. It's a combination of the two and how to position those around uh, your doorways or this desk or even alternate. Like if you have foam on one side, then the panel across from it. So you don't have foam across from foam. You have foam across from the fabric panel. And then like in this booth right now, I have a window in front of me and maybe I'm getting some echo or reverberation and it's not really like my recordings. I'm not very pleased with them. It's The recommendation would be to to take uh, a panel and simply place it over the window if that's bothering you or to, um, we we don't have like when in your initial order there's not like this uh, tips and trick uh, guide which may be something uh, that you to look into to do but it's just <laughs> with um, just the variety of what a, a whisper room's used for uh, mm-hmm. we just we provide very detailed instructions on how to assemble it correctly yeah and. Mm-hmm. Right um, And then really we encourage people to reach back out to their product representative. So there's this ongoing relationship where we can address needs after post sale. Um, And uh, it, it, from, from my understanding, we, we have uh, very, very good reviews and very, like very happy clients. Oh Um, sure, yeah, and it's there. There are these situations that pop up that are that are unique, and it's like, all right, well, let's let's get in a booth here in our office and try to replicate what they're experiencing, Um, Mm -hmm. and then we'll we'll reach reach out to them directly. So it's a very um, one on one, uh, um, I guess, consultation where we where we work with individuals to help them. That's uh, great. Be happy with where they're at but i think the 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 question about the misconceptions would be like is it oh i bought this booth and it's not 100 percent soundproof it's like well we right we covered (laughs) that and sent you a lot of this were you not did yeah did you not read it or did you miss that part um yeah yeah uh, and then um the sound treatment aspect after you put the room together that's two different worlds sound treatment and Mm -hmm. soundproofing. right Mm
0: Well, we always stress that people that want to get into voiceover do their research. And it sounds yeah. like, I mean, and you should. You should always do your research in whatever you're getting into, period. So, I mean, when people miss stuff like that, it's like, okay, but did you read this? You know, I mean, like people still have a hard time reading even as mm-hmm. we get into mm-hmm. uh, uh, the adult world. So,
1: <laughs> yeah, they yeah do. That's, we they learn do. how
0: to read for a reason, people.
1: But it sounds <laughs> sure. like they have the, uh, you know, the pre- The pre buy interview and things are doing to figure out how you're using it, where you're using it, what you're looking Mm -hmm. to accomplish. They're building that off that, and it really sounds like the customer interaction and, and the customer service is excellent. Um, yeah, I love they're, that. They're right here in Tennessee. You couldn't ask for them to be in a better place. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> anything right. made in Tennessee is top quality, top shelf. It is the best. So be sure you buy and Tennessee. He's not
0: biased, folks. He's and, not, no, not, at, not all. at all, um, uh, at
1: not at all, not being you know <laughs> here just outside Nashville. Um, but it is a great product. We hear so much about it, and and we're yeah. so glad Gabe took time to come on and be yeah, with us man. because we really cool. yes, we really uh, want want people to hear about these because there are some people that go really I can get a room for that I can buy this thing and put it in it's going to help yes it can and as we've said all through the podcast 3 or 4 times you're going to have to dial it in and tune it in to you right. your voice your yep. timber your equipment but you will be very pleased when you go in there and you got it, you have it dialed in, you close that door and you send that job off and your client goes, man, that sounds so good. Yep. And that's what mm-hmm. we're all after, you know, and, and I, I'm almost sure Gabe wouldn't mind getting that feedback from somebody. You know, hey, I yeah. did my first job in my new whisper room and my client loved yeah. it, you know, and, and uh, it's great. Um now, Gabe, tell everybody how to find you guys. We know you're on you're on the internet. There's lots of things to see there. You guys are advertising in different places. I see you on Facebook quite a bit. Um, tell everybody how to get in touch with you and how to get that conversation started because they need a whisper room.
2: Yeah. Um, visit whisperroom.com. Check out our products. Uh, see what Uh, catches your eye. We are very transparent on pricing. All prices are listed on our website, so you don't have to submit any information just to see our product catalog.
0: Awesome. Um,
2: And then uh, follow us on Instagram to see uh, client stories and just some unique setups, uh, just what whisper rooms look like in different environments and uh, just real life uh, examples of happy clients using our product. Sure. And, yeah. um, and just, yeah, just email us at info at whisper or give us a call. Um, at, uh, eight, six, five, 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 eight, five, three, six, four. And that's, I think that's the right number. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> whisper com uh, give us a call, fill out a form, uh, let us know your questions. And one of our product representatives will be, uh, happy to work with you. And, um, show
1: you what we can do to help your situation out. Really awesome. Awesome. You. Sounds like Man. some great customer service. And Gabe, yeah. again, thanks for your time. Absolutely. Alden, Jake, as always, thanks for your time. Of and course. thanks for joining us right here on Another VO Podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode of It's Another VO Podcast. Don't
0: forget to rate, review, and subscribe. You can also email us your questions to Podcast
2: at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram at Podcast. See you next time.